what? <laughs> Introduce ourselves. Good morning. Good morning. And welcome to the Ashes to Rubies podcast. Conversational podcast. Live stream. Amateur conversation. Live stream. Oh. You're not an amateur. Oh, yeah. Um, live stream. I, well, this is the live stream. I'm John. For sure. And there's a recording that's going to go up onto our podcast that some people are going to listen to later. And you know mm-hmm. what? We're really sorry, but we're not even going to edit it for you. Um, what I was thinking of, because I feel self-conscious all of a sudden. What? Mm, don't say it. What? What? Why do you feel self-conscious? No, now you have to say what you think I was thinking of. Why are talking about an earlier conversation when you were wearing your tank top? Oh. <laughs> I was wearing a tank top. We're not Because I work out in the morning. And you saw too much nipple. <laughs> okay, you can't say that word on here. No, well, that I just funny. said it's not fair that you get to walk around like that. In the morning, in the privacy of my home, I guess it's unfair. <laughs> no, what I was thinking of is like, I'm, I feel a little self-conscious about my breath right now. Oh, yes, you But should. I feel like it's coffee breath. Mm-hmm. So do you smell my breath right now? Because I taste my breath and it tastes good like coffee. Mm-hmm. Good morning, Shannon. How are you doing? Yeah. But are Since you, you you're aware of, I think the people with bad breath <laughs> are Since less aware of their bad breath. It doesn't smell bad to me. Okay. It smells like coffee. I'm glad. And and I drank a bottle of water. I've drinking coffee. Yep. I worked out. So it's like workout breath. No, look at me when I smell at you. <laughs> <laughs> there is a guy. Is there a way to tell someone, and I'm not talking about us, but is there a way when you're somewhere with people that you care about to, to tell them, should you tell them that they have bad breath or... Should you only tell them if you have something to offer them? So here's, I'll just leave my question. Yeah. If I have gum and you have bad breath, I'm going to offer you gum. If I care about you. If I don't have gum or mints, I am not going to tell you. Because what are you supposed to do about it? No, I go brush your teeth. No, but if you're not somewhere, like if you're home, obviously, I don't care. You can have bad breath in your home. Yeah, but do you say, I think it would be appropriate if you said, you have bad breath, it's hurting my face, here's a solution. Would you care to have it? If you don't, then I'm fine with that. I drink a lot. I, I used to drink a lot of coffee. I feel like that coffee that you drank is hitting you hard right now. I used to drink a lot of coffee, and I'm pretty sure I had bad breath like all day long. Does, but it didn't coffee matter. Coffee doesn't give you bad breath; it gives you coffee breath. Because I worked in an office pretty much by myself, so coffee breath. I don't. <laughs> like, uh, I like. I think. I think when people go here, do you want some gum? And I'm like, no. And you're like, yes, you do. No, you really want gum. You need gum. No, you really I think that's passive aggressive. No. The assertive thing is is going, you have bad breath. Would here's you like some gum? Some gum. No, Would, no, no. Here's a solution no, for you. I you have I'm just saying if you'd like some gum, I have gum. I got you. I got your back. If you're comfortable with your breath, you can refuse my gum. By all means. I have a friend that always has um mints on him in a tin. And it's funny because I, I forgot about that. And um, wherever he's around, you can, the, the tin always comes out. So the other day I was with him and the tin came out and I started laughing. It's like. Does he have a lot of meetings? He meets with He meets people? with a ton yeah, of people. That's yeah. why. Yeah. Is it? Yeah, so that's why. So we should have 
good breath upon meeting with people. That's service to others. Well, it's very kind to so be aware. Maintenance, of your hygiene, maintenance of hygiene is important in relationships. It's considerate. It's considerate. I think that's the number one. The, that's where service work starts is being considerate of others. So I'm going to maintain and improve my uh, hygiene mm-hmm. for the world around me. My hygiene. <laughs> I'm just telling you, like, I don't shave my legs for me most of the time. I shave my legs for you. No way. Wow. Really? Why would I go through all that effort? I don't care. I don't know if that's true. For the most part, yeah. Well, you like shave your winter. legs at the spa. I'm talking about the winter. I'm talking you, about the winter. When you go to the, in the winter when you time, go to the swimming pool, you yes, shave your legs. Yes. So you're shaving them for others, not yeah, yourself. Yeah, I shave them for others, not for myself. So am I putting on deodorant for others and not myself? For sure. I don't unless you can yeah, smell yourself. Do yeah, you I smell yourself. Sometimes? I think. Yeah, I don't know. I've never had that problem. Okay, hygiene is service to others. That's what I get out of this morning. Um, typically, I will care about you more than the person sitting next to me. So. I will brush my teeth when we talk to each other. But feel free, if you see me out and about and I have bad breath, feel free just to let me know if you have a solution, that is. Yeah. So I know that you don't chew gum. So if I'm I offering you gum. I used to chew gum, gum. But, like, I used to smoke. And and as a cigar smoker, I like to have gum after. But I don't, I don't do that anymore. So You don't smoke. I don't need gum. You don't smoke cigars. I don't chew gum. What was the hardest thing that you ever quit? Was it the cigars, the cigarettes, or the cocaine? Talking rudely to you, because I still do. No, work in progress. I would say I would say nicotine would be the the Just trickiest, not the hardest, but the trickiest because there's a, a different concept. Yeah, I don't wake up in Montreal because I had a cigar or two. I've gone to Montreal to have a cigar, but I didn't wake up in Montreal Oops, because I'm in of Montreal. Yeah, I didn't make the mistake of like, where am Wait, I today? Have you woken up in Montreal? Oops, I'm in Montreal. In Kingston, oh, and Cornwall, yeah, that's right. and Kempville, and Gatineau, and, you didn't, and Hull. You didn't mean and, to be there. Oh, I, I, yeah, I didn't mean to be in lots of places. You were just going to buy milk. I just went to go buy milk. Those are all true stories. That happened. Fun stuff when, uh, when, when... Wasn't there a pizza episode too where you were just going to go get some slices of pizza and I was like, no, you're not. You're not coming back. Yeah, and I was like, stop calling me a liar, but I didn't come back. I just wanted to confirm the the accusations. Why didn't come back? Once I bought milk. Because you were a liar. No, no. I, I meant everything that I said. It's just when I drank, I, it made me a liar because I couldn't stop. It's not, it's, I couldn't stop. I remember once going out for milk. And I didn't come home for three days and it was like a heat wave, but I had bought the milk originally. I, I bought the milk. It was in my back seat, and I went to a pub for a pint. And three days later, I came back and the milk was in the back seat. And I was like, better, I had $5 left. Better buy Should I buy milk. a pack of smokes or do I re up on the milk? And I believe I re upped on the milk. I want that to be. True. The end story. But I, I'm not 100% sure, but I think I did. I remember having the discussion. I don't know how it Can ended. I just tell you? Because I, we have a corner store right beside our house. I don't remember. Because when you would come home it's from a three-day bender. Most people don't like remembering trauma. I would be so angry that everything else 
So, so the life of a bender guy, <laughs> we like to make it so bad that you're just happy to see us. Mm. Me. Like, that, like, if I just went for one day, you would be mad. I would get in so much trouble. The keys would get taken away, the bank card. But if I'm gone three days. I'm just thankful you're alive. Yeah. That's so true. That's, that's what happens in and my then I would, So then I would be thankful you're alive, and then I would be Thanks, so Megan. angry. <laughs> Hygiene and service to others. Thank you. All right. Let's get... Oh, man. We just... Killed eight and a half minutes. Okay. We are going to enter our time of contemplative meditation. So this idea is a meditative thought that we will take through the day. And let God speak to you in a different way than maybe us. Here is another Al-Anon prescription for that frantic state of tension we called being tied in knots. We just talked about that. Keep going. Keep reading. Here is another prescription for that frantic state of tension. So you have that. Your your stomach is tied in knots. Okay. Just for the moment. Empty your mind of all thought. Do this with me. Then admit to it one single idea. And concentrate on it for a whole minute. Let it be simple. Maybe make a picture in your mind of a rose of a specific color, an empty bowl. You imagine yourself filling it with bright fruit, a tiny sliver of a new moon. Think of nothing else but that one thing and don't let anything else intrude. The minute will seem like an hour, but at the end of this concentrated thought, The tension and confusion will have drained away and you'll be better able to cope with the present problem. Today's reminder. Troubles grow bigger as we spend more and more time thinking about them. I will interrupt such thoughts with a meditation whenever their weight is too much for me. It will calm my thinking and put my difficulty into proper focus. Here's our quote. Meditation is a spiritual way to turn my thoughts away from whatever is troubling me. It is a lift. It is a refreshment. That is beautiful. Agree. When you have a problem, it can be obsessively thought about. So when a problem is presented, so our minds work in this certain way. So when I say yellow, everybody thinks of yellow or a bus or something that is yellow. So our problems can get like that. If we just focus on our problems and our thinking, we overthink and it causes tell us about you your, this knot. Tell, tell us about your um, hockey exercise that you used to do. So this is meditation is just a form of, of slowing down, pushing out the problems and inviting peace into a scenario. So I would do a thought replacement, kind of a meditation of going into a hockey rink and putting smelling the smell and putting on my equipment. And, and So that was something familiar yeah, and enjoyable. To dealing you. with the waves of tension that come from the world around the problem. So that's a very basic form of meditation, but we can, we do meditation throughout the day. We do meditation in the morning. This is a contemplative meditation. And so how do I still my mind? I remember having running a rehab center and having 1 million problems. And I went into a prayer time and it was a musical prayer time. 
and I stood up for prayer. And as soon as I stood up for prayer and my eyes were closed, I had a picture of this hallway with filing cabinets. And there were so many cabinets that were open. Like it was just like stressful looking down the hallway and seeing all the cabinet file doors open. And then all of a sudden, I heard them all go slam. And I had a peace that surpasses all understanding. And it was just a glimpse of the peace of God that in my mind, it's like all of these filing cabinets are open. You got this problem. You got this thought. You got like all of these things, this whole hallway. And boom, the peace of God just shut all those cabinets. And it didn't solve any problems, but it solved the problem in my mind. And so I think like a puzzle. Mm-hmm. Okay. I, when I I'm in a relationship, like when I'm in a relationship with God, or if I'm even considering a relationship with God or looking for an answer like greater than the one that I've been using in the past, peace can come because I'm looking for it, but also peace can come like unexpectedly. Like God, I can be like seeking peace and like, looking for peace and and God will bring peace or I can actually like I had moments of just like unexpected peace. So like, in early recovery from the codependent to the excitedholic to the crackhead myself um we would all say I can't do that. That's impossible for me right. to my mind works differently. I I have the ADD. What, I got the dyslexia like That's exactly I just, what I said. I just can't do that. That's impossible. It it is untrue. There's and, no and, way I could sit And if still. I don't have an open mind to be able to yeah. have God restore my sanity, then it's like it's like we live in a construction zone. And I don't know if you've been on a construction zone, like a building, and you got jackhammers and you got cement trucks and you got beep 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 and you got guys yelling, you got the bricklayers, you got that the was my mind. the cart that's our mind. That was my mind. And so can I just put that on pause throughout the day? Mm-hmm. And just go, okay, break time, everybody. <laughs> and just do a meditation. And we have different apps. The pause app is one that you uh, love. Love. And uh, so those are tools that we need to implement that it's not about behavioral modification, but it's about getting in the game with God that's going to transform your mind and, and your body and your spirit. And so can I participate in that for mm-hmm. sure? Um so we just leave you with that contemplative meditation. Today, Vicki is speaking at our noon meeting. You will be talking about detachment, whatever that is. Um, so would you join us at noon on the Zoom? And uh, if you need a link, it's in our social media. So we leave you with that today. Ma, Brush your teeth and keep the peace and be of good behavior. We'll see you at noon.